0: Hi, and welcome back to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. My name is Prashant Malkani, and the topic for today's episode is the impact of bots in marketing. Over the years, this has become an important element in the field of marketing, and to help us dwell further into this topic, I have Namrita Mahindro as the guest on today's episode. Namrita is the Chief Digital Officer for the Aditya Birla Group and has previously worked with brands like the Mahindra Group and Taj Hotels. Besides being a digital transformation thought leader and specialist, she is a startup mentor and also on the advisory board and a jury member across various industry forums. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Hi, Namrita, and welcome to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. It's a real pleasure for me to have you on board.
1: Likewise, Prashant. Glad to be here.
0: Okay, so, you know, over the last few years, I think the term bots uh, has been used a lot across different streams of job functions. Uh, But before we dive deep into that, could you help explaining what, according to you, does a bot mean? And what is its correlation with AI and ML since, you know, these terms tend to be used together a lot nowadays? Sure,
1: so basically a bot is a it's a software application. It's a computer program, basically right. designed to perform a specific tasks. Uh, so what it is good at or what bots are typically good at doing is running a set of automated, repetitive, simple tasks. And the yeah. edge that they have over human beings is that they can do it repeatedly without any um, fatigue or flaw.
0: Right, right, and uh, just considering since this entire podcast is revolving around marketing transformation and just streaming into that, what what does a marketing bot do so if if you had to explain the term a marketing bot, uh, how how would you explain that?
1: If you build up on you know what I just said, yeah, the marketing bot really is still a bot, but you're using it in the context of marketing as a function. so you're using it to automate marketing in some senses, uh, you're using it for specific marketing activities, be it, you know, lead uh, generation or somebody may using it for lead nurturing. Sure. Uh, it's used very commonly in customer service. Uh, oftentimes you'll find people using it for product discovery. Uh, marketers also use it for, you know, uh, augmenting and assisting their own internal teams and their capabilities. Uh, so there are various applications from a marketing context that can be brought to life or they can be, you know, expedited or they can be done uh, more um, uh, effectively by using a bot instead of a human being.
0: Sure. And actually, uh, my next question was actually just getting into that uh, and streaming from what you just mentioned. Uh, So in marketing itself, bots are used for varied things uh, nowadays. Things like, you know, chat bots, for example, or bots for research and bots for team management. So could you help uh, explain some of these terms and what are the best use cases, how bots are used in marketing today?
1: Sure. So I think uh, the marketing bots, um, when you look at it from a chatbot perspective, um, I'm sure we all are familiar, you know, having used a banking application, maybe on a phone and, you know, getting a a message from a bot saying, you know, can I help you?
0: Um,
1: And typically it's a pop up which comes on our screen. And so um, you would see it in real estate firms, you will see it in retail firms. Uh, These are uh, financial services is, uh, you know, agog with it. Uh, and now in the COVID times, if I was to take uh, that context, I sure. think the entire healthcare uh, fraternity has a lot of, um, of bots at play. Uh, we were using it, um, and I've used it previously, in the uh, telecalling space for customer services I mentioned earlier. Uh, but I think, again, just given the context of where we are right now, um, yeah. and you have fewer and fewer people sitting in call centers, uh, I think bots are going to increasingly replace that first tier of you know very rudimentary information that a bot could also be trained on and provide. Uh, it's for the more complex uh, you know conversations that you would require human beings. So that's one aspect in terms of you know looking at chatbots from a perspective of everything from you know uh, market research to looking at it from a product discovery perspective to lead generation to customer service and you know, everything else in between. Also from a research perspective, I don't think bots are new, they've been used for a long time. So, yeah. I mean, you know, if I look at it from a customer service point of view, or if I look at it in terms of getting feedback on customer satisfaction, uh, and that's also a form of research, which becomes important to understand in that moment, how was the experience? And that is where, you know, uh, oftentimes what we found, again, in my prior experience, what I found was that if you used a bot, and if you had, you know, a, a, a bot which was integrated into a digital experience, more so on the mobile, there yeah. was a better chance of your getting a response back to that bot interaction because it was quasi, you know, human-like and quasi machine-like, versus just sending them an SMS or versus somebody calling in from the call center. The call center was very int- uh, intrusive. The, uh, you know, the SMS was too distant. And so the bot actually made a very nice sort of, you know, midway between the two. Um, I think the third area is around, you know, just internal processes, team management. And again, this comes really to the fore right now, given that we all are largely working from home. Uh, So we are using a lot of collaboration tools. And I think whether you're using MS Teams or whether you're using Slack or whether you're using, you know, other Collaborate or Zoom, yeah. I think it becomes important to make sure that you know, then you have built on top of it a few bots which can help uh, make the collaboration easier, uh, yeah. which can help actually get the information you know more quickly. So, whether it's simple things like you know, getting the profile or the information of all your colleagues, you typically don't need that because you know, when you were sitting in one large corporate office, you would just walk across.
0: True, uh, you yeah. don't have
1: that luxury today, always. Similarly, uh, you know, if you want to exchange information, um, we've used visualization collaboration tools like Trello, and then there are bots around that you know which have worked. Uh, they are uh, on Slack in the past have used the Slack Foundry, which is you know around training. Yeah, and that's an app around training that you could use. So there are multiple applications in terms of team management, which also. Uh, find a very good uh, fit with bots or bots in very well to augment the experience
0: great and i think all of those points were really interesting uh, but i would like to just focus on one of them which you briefly touched upon earlier which was the usage of chatbots because in the field of marketing i think that's one of the most common things or one of the things that have been growing over the last few years uh, so personally do you think that chatbots have reached a good stage where they can function well or do you still feel that there is a large way to go so how do you look at you know chatbots and how do you look at the future of chatbots, actually?
1: I think um, that's a, a question that I think every marketer is still struggling with. And, yeah. you know, the key to that is really in defining what is the purpose of the chatbot. Yeah, Where are they playing in the customer journey? And I think those two things become very, very important when you're looking at the chatbot. So when I talk about the purpose of, you know, uh, the chatbot, it's very important to know that you know what are the capabilities of a bot and um, having a lens of transparency with the customer so that they know that they're interacting with the bot and not a human being is equally important so i think that piece comes into play uh, and one needs to be upfront about it also very often and this challenge is now reduced as i see you know a lot of brands actually overcoming it a lot of technological advances happening Uh, the seamlessness of the bot to human sort of, you know, connection or handover that happens. Uh, I think that, again, becomes very important. Uh, The third point is, as I said, in terms of, you know, uh, where do they come in the customer journey? Because the role that they would play is very critical at that point in time. If it is just around product discovery, there are multiple sources where a person is going out and trying to do, you know, product discovery. So they a bot would be useful to get some preliminary information but this is not the tipping point True. however if you were uh, you know implementing a chatbot in terms of a lead conversion happening into yeah. a sale or a lead getting generated i think one needs to be very careful about you know is this bot actually trained enough uh, to be able to solve for this particular problem uh, yeah. or address this particular problem and you know give that gentle push to the customer and nudge them to the next stage of that, you know, conversion funnel, so to speak. So I think from that perspective, uh, uh, as I said, the purpose becomes important, the context of where it is in the, you know, customer journey becomes important, and the transparency between, you know, what, uh, where will the bot hand over to the human being and making that experience a seamless one, then could play an important role in terms of the uh embracing of bots both by you know the business end as well as by the customer end i think customers are open to interacting with bots as as long as you know they have visibility and an understanding that this is what they can expect to get from the bot
0: yeah great so i think you know with all the positive impact that bots lead to i believe there is a downside to it as well and the two major ones that come to my mind are possibly that bots are used, you know, by digital media companies as fraud mechanisms for fake clicks, etc. Because this, I mean, you've been hearing and, uh, you know, a lot of people have been hearing this for the last few years now, that these large media companies without naming some have been using bots, you know, for for fraud mechanisms like fake clicks, etc. And the second one being that most bots are still aren't you know, and this is a point that you very briefly just spoke about, aren't still smart enough, you know, which leads to extreme frustration from a customer customer experience standpoint. So what is your take on the negative impact of bots?
1: I think that's a very fair point And that's something that we are living with, especially in a country like India. Yeah. I, I think India accounts for one out of 10 ad shots that happened due to bots. Yeah. And uh, that was, you know, one of the stats I read. And again, the kind of money we're talking about is, Uh, close to one and a half billion plus uh, we're looking at in terms of US dollars uh, in terms of the loss of digital advertising revenue, so to speak. Now, you know, obviously there are mechanisms which have come into place. The companies who are using technology in such a way whereby they can detect that fraud and where, you know, they can uh, stop that fraud or inhibit that uh, fraud uh, to some extent. And I think those technologies, again, need to be embraced by both the agency side as well as the client side, if we are going to be able to, you know, look at curbing this to some extent. Uh, I don't think it's going to go away from the landscape, but it's about, you know, what is our counter to it. I think areas where we see more of it is around the digital commerce space, leisure and travel. I think these are some of the sectors where you would see more of, you know, the ad fraud happening, uh, you know, the ad clicks being larger. But some of the other industries are equally afflicted uh, whether it's, you know, banking and finance or healthcare or, you know, other industries like that. Similarly, I think a lot of companies including ours have started, you know, not just blacklisting but also whitelisting a lot of publishers. And I think that becomes important. So while at the one end you will have somebody like Google doing that, you will have the agencies do that. They curate their own list. But I think over a period of time, you know, even companies especially when you're talking about large groups, they okay. should, from a marketing point, of you look at curating those lists and making sure that, you know, they are, uh, because your own safety or your own sort of, you know, prevention of uh, being a victim of uh, bot fraud is right. something that is creating that ecosystem where you can prevent it to the extent possible or identify it soon enough uh, is, I think, the responsibility that every organization um, has to carry when they, sure. you know, Uh, are using um, uh, digital advertising as a medium extensively Sure. Um, sure. I think going to your other point about you know the customer experience and you know the frustrations when you're dealing with a bot I think the three points I made earlier definitely hold true uh, you know in terms of making sure that you are identifying where they're in the journey you know what is the purpose that they're fulfilling and the transparency I think also another point that I would add to it is Uh, we're living in an omni-channel world. So, you know, I may, and again, you would have seen this, that, you know, people have Facebook messenger bots, but then that is is built for that medium. Correct. Uh, However, the customer does not operate like that. The customer will interact with your brand or the consumer will interact with your brand in an omni-channel world. So the bot has to actually be created for an omni-channel world so that, you know, when they're interacting in one medium versus the other, uh, there is a, a seamlessness to that experience. Uh, so I think that is something else which kind of becomes important just to make sure that the customers are actually having you know, a better experience. Uh, otherwise, it will start damaging the brand and you know, eroding the trust of the customer and the relationship that they have with the brand uh, if that experience is not consistent.
0: Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So I think just before we end today's episode, I wanted to ask you if you could just narrate a case study where a marketing bot uh, has caused a positive impact for a brand.
1: Sure. So I'm going to take one of my own personal examples of something that um, I've done, you know, in my Oswald experience. Uh, So we were uh, doing a large transformation project for um, an automotive firm, um, you know, and over there, one of the challenges, and this is something that the automotive industry would resonate with, is when you look at retail, there's a very high degree of attrition that you have in uh, the retail stores. Yeah. Now, when you have that in the automotive world, uh, what we had also found through research that we'd done was that you know the customer walks into a dealership only once during the entire car purchase cycle. And that's typically yeah. when they want to take a test drive.
0: Right. So we said...
1: Yeah. On the one hand, we have, you know, uh, on a busy day, we could have somebody who's three days old uh, in the system who's giving a test drive versus we could have somebody very seasoned who spent a couple of years with us. Uh, So given this gap that there exists, what can we do to address it? And uh, having looked at a number of potential solutions, both offline as well as, you know, from a digital perspective, what we eventually realized was that, If we could augment the capabilities of our sales executives, that would help us potentially clinch the deal with the customer. Help them, you know, make a more informed decision on whether you know this is the car that they should go with or not. So Hmm. uh, we built a chatbot, uh, which uh, was then trained for four new car launches that we had in that year. And since then, we've obviously built up on it. Uh, But the intent was really uh, to make sure that you know. You provide a level playing field to all of the sales executives, sure. um, and so I have the bot, you know, actually to help me answer some of those questions to help uh, create a more interactive environment. So we place these bots in the cars, and uh, there was a very transparent conversation which was happening. So the customer could ask the question directly of the bot, or he could ask it of the sales executive, and the sales executive, if he knew the answer, would answer it, or you know, resort back to the bot and seek um, information from the bot Um, Mm. and of course this played a significant role I'm not saying this was the only reason why you know we had some amazing conversions happen but this played a very critical role in I think the human psyche as far as the sales executives are concerned boosting the confidence taking off the pressure of them and also from a customer point of view we were the first to do it in the country so there was a delight factor but beyond the delight factor I think it was You know, being in a position where I have all my questions answered in one go rather than, you know, the typical behavior, you'll have a sales executive say, I'll come back to you, I'll find out about this, let me get back to you and those kind of things. So uh, the, um, you know, the agility of the process um, and the um, information dissemination, uh, which happened instantly, I think were the two big advantages that we saw uh, in terms of enhancing the entire customer experience.
0: True, true. That's so I think, yeah, so I think that was a really interesting case study. And thank you so much, Namrata, for taking the time out and sharing some great insights with us. And it has been an extremely helpful session.
1: Thank you, Prashant. I enjoyed it myself. And I hope the viewers too enjoy listening into it.
0: Great. So for the rest of us, hope this episode was useful for you. And if you would like to know more about this topic, You can reach out to Namrata on LinkedIn. And in case if you have any doubts, feedbacks, or just want to spark a conversation, you can catch me on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter. This is me signing out for this episode and looking forward to seeing you on the next one. Subscribe to the podcast for regular updates. And one last thing, don't forget to stay curious.